Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast. This week, we wrap up our founder series. This is the fourth week, and we got to interview our senior Bible study leaders, Ansley and Mallory, and we got to do it in person. This is our first ever fully in-person interview in my studio. So welcome, settle in, and we're so excited for this one. This is so crazy. This is our first in-person podcast we've ever done. I have Anna in the room with me. So a little plot twist about my day. Um, I was supposed to go home to Virginia on Sunday. I'm not. I'm staying in Athens for two weeks. So I will be here for a total of three weeks, which is hilarious. I brought one pair of pajamas and not nearly enough underwear. So we will be visiting Target. Um, but they asked what I did today and I said, well, when I'm not with Everett, I like to pretend like I'm really rich and I go to the fancy (laughs) grocery stores and I buy all the fancy food that I really shouldn't buy. But I like, you know, $8 for a box of gluten-free brownies. Why not? I'm not gluten-free, but I think I need it. Like it's pretty much how it went today in Fresh Market. I'm that bad friend that like hypes you up on all the bad decisions. What do you do today? What's up with y'all? Today I did my usual. I work at Journey Juice. It's a little juice shop in Athens. I wash 300 apples. Oh my gosh, Mallory. No, that's part of your day. I put my speaker on full blast, Zach Bryan, and just wash my apples. It's kind of therapeutic. That Um, makes me really happy that they wash the apples. Yeah, good to know. Go there. It's all fresh and clean. But we had a really great, fun week last week. I think that might be one of my like favorite weeks in Athens because we had the worship nights. It was. It was so fun. Since spring break, everyone has been so playful and just wants to hang out all the time. So we have here in the studio, it really actually is my studio. (laughs) I record music in here too and Michael works right there around the corner and then a little further back is our guest room. This is our whole makeshift extra multi-purpose area but we also have Ansley and Mallory who are seniors and the junior Bible study leaders we're so excited to interview them can y'all say hi and introduce yourselves hey guys we are so excited to be here um I'm Mallory and I am a senior at UGA and I lead the junior girls my name is Ansley and I'm from Columbus Georgia I want y'all to explain y'all's friendship. Like, how did you guys become friends? What is your friendship? I know you're in different sororities. So, like, tell us a little bit about that. Set the scene for our listeners. Yes, I actually love the story of how me and Ansley met. We were hallmates, and so she lived directly across the hall from me. And I totally remember walking in, so nervous, um, moving in with my parents. And here comes Ansley and her family, like, so bubbly, so loud, and so prepared. They had, like, boxes upon boxes. They had tape measures. They had everything, like, you could ever imagine. And I come in, and we had obviously no idea what we were doing. Clearly, I was the first child, firstborn. And I was like, Mom, I want my room to look like hers. And she was like, okay, sweetie, um, we're going to have to, like, run to the Marshalls and the TJ Maxx. So that's kind of how we first met. And from then, I was like, I'm going to like this girl. And so I feel like from then, our friendship just started to, like, bloom and we met during rush like we would go like walk to rush in the mornings like my pref day pictures are with Ansley in our dorm like self-timer she was really my first friend at UGA which I love it's crazy like looking at us now because it just makes me so happy four years later and we're still sitting next to each other 
So Mallory is not exaggerating when she says that we came in with literally anything and everything. This is just a funny story to show how the Lord works together in all of the small, intimate details of your college experience. My roommate and I came during freshman orientation. They have a sample room where you can go and like measure stuff, but you can't see like your exact room. And my mom, she was like, no, honey, like you might have a room that's not like that sample room. And she was like, we are going to go find that room. So we went up there and knocked on the door and there was a girl staying there like for orientation. We knock on the door and we were like, hi, I know you do not know who we are, but like, can we please come in and measure? And she was like, yeah, of course. And you know, my mom comes in with her measuring tape, glasses on, notebooks out. We're measuring the room, like curtains, rugs, the things underneath, like the whole nine yards. Like when I say like it was extra, like it was extra. Long story short, I walk in my first day of school to my pre-calc class and I'm sitting right next to that girl. And I look at her and I was like, you probably don't remember me, but I remember you. And she's like, oh no, don't worry. I couldn't forget. Like I know you and your mom. And it's so funny because I kind of just assumed, oh, I'm never going to see this girl again. And she ended up becoming one of my really good like school friends and we would study together. So Mallory wasn't exaggerating. No, I believe it. So Mallory, you're from Texas. Yes. So what was it like coming in as an out-of-state girl? I was so scared, honestly. I was debating between UT Austin and UGA. So UT Austin, like my exit from my dorm would have been my exit from my house. But UGA was 15 hours away. So it was a really big jump. And I'll never forget my mom said this, and I still use this like in my life. She was like, what's one year of your life? You hate it, you come back. She's like, just go, be planted there for a little bit. And... Let's see you in a year how you feel. And so I was definitely scared. I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't come with a lot of people that I knew. I had one friend from home who I'm so glad in the grand scheme of it was here because it was just that comfort of home a little bit. But besides that, I was just kind of like, here we go. My mom dropped me off and said goodbye. I was bawling in the parking lot of the hotel. It was bad. And the next day, first day of rush, this girl comes up to me. She was like, oh, were you the one crying in the parking lot last night? And I was like, I almost lost it. But I was like, yes, I actually was. And as I proceed to almost cry again, because I'm so scared for what's about to come. But being far away was scary. But also like meeting people like Ansley in the beginning were just like that little comfort and like a little bit of like, okay, I can do this. Ansley, we know that you got involved with As You Are because your sister was involved with it. We got to interview Carly a couple weeks ago. But how did you hear about As You Are and how did you get into that first Bible study? Yes. So Lily, who y'all interviewed last week, is actually my big. And so that was the way I first kind of got involved with As You Are. And then a little bit with Ansley, I'd heard about it like through her and her older sister. Um, So that's how I first kind of started going to Bible study. But my initial like I want to be part of this or I there's something special about this was the first worship night and I will never forget it I remember just like walking in and I was still in that like alone kind of phase of college it was like November and I remember still not really knowing where my place was on this campus and I remember walking in and just being surrounded by so many girls I got in the car and called my mom and I was like mom there's a reason I'm at this school like this is why I'm here and like there is a community here. These girls seem so awesome. You can tell that they follow the Lord, you know, like when you can just like see it in someone's like eyes and like through their like way they interact with you. And I knew there was something bigger there. I pulled Ansley aside like in January one night and I was like, do you want to lead Bible study? Because 
I think I do. I think that was one of Mallory and I's like favorite nights of college in hindsight, or at least a freshman year. But it was one of those nights where everyone was going out. Y'all know how it is freshman year. Everyone goes out and there's so much pressure to feel like you always have to go and be there. And it was the weekend before NOLA Formal and Mallory was going. So she was like, Ansley, if you're staying in, we help me decorate my cooler. And I was like, absolutely. I was like, I love an activity. So we started decorating her cooler. And just like as we were talking, we were like just getting into the depths of everything and just sharing all these like fun stories and things about ourselves and our like walk with the Lord. And one thing kind of led to another. And she was like, I mean, I feel like you're probably doing it because Carly does it. But I want to do it too, and like I want to lead with you, and I was like, perfect. And ever since then, we knew that that's what we wanted to do. For a hot second, Mallory went rogue though, and she was gonna join another ministry, which is so great. There are so many great <laughs> ministries here. But I was like, no, Mallory. And the whole time, I was talking to Piper and Lily, and they were like, any update on Mallory? Like what she decided? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm gonna call her again today, girls. Like don't worry, we're gonna recruit. Like I can be really persuasive when I want to be, and we got her. That's so amazing. Yeah. I love that. When y'all, like, what's so unique about, like, obviously you guys are still in college. Y'all are seniors. And, but you guys are also, like, the end of the founders era. Because y'all were freshmen when Sims and Laney were yeah. seniors. So that's, like, that group of those four years are the founders. If you're wondering, as you're listening to this podcast, like, why are they the founders? That's why. And y'all are about to be graduating and moving on. What advice would you want? to give somebody who's trying to facilitate that type of Christian community. The Lord equips the people he calls and he doesn't call the people that have everything that they need. And I think that Mallory and I are the perfect example of that. We don't know all the answers and we don't always do things the way it probably should be done, but we show up and give it our best. And I think that that's really the most important thing is just being willing to say yes when you feel like the Lord is calling you to something. But I think my biggest thing whether you're an official leader of a ministry or not, is that you're a leader to somebody. And I know it kind of sounds cliche, but I think that's really important in college because I do think that we kind of underestimate who's watching. And especially, I think, through, like, social media and things like that. I mean, I know when I was in high school, I used to stalk all the girls older than me and be like, what is their college experience looking like? And, like, what did they choose to do? And, like, I love to hear about it. So I think in some ways to... Other girls are looking at the way you live your life, whether it's your younger sibling or girls in high school or even girls just the grade below you. When they come and stay with you your freshman year, you're like the first taste they see of like what college looks like. What does it look like to find friends in college? What do those relationships look like? How do I navigate those when it's really hard? And then the second thing I think is that a lot of people feel like they don't have a story or a testimony. That was me for like the longest time. I've kind of felt like because I grew up in the church and had always known the Lord that my story wasn't that important. And as I mature and get older, I realize that that's so not true. And the Lord has given me this story for me to share to whoever wants to listen. There's some people who are like, oh my gosh, like that really resonates with me. Can you tell me more about this? When in my mind, I always thought like, this is so boring. I have nothing to offer because it's not this extravagant story. Um, Yeah. What about you, Mallory? I think we have an opportunity to be a leader in like so many areas of our lives. And I think so many people feel like, oh, I have to have this title. You have the opportunity to be a leader when you wake up in the morning. And I feel like that's one thing I've really seen in college. If you create a space that like people feel like they're being like listened to and like they can be like heard, 
they'll be so much more like vulnerable and honest. And like you can create this conversation that is like so special and unique. And it's crazy to see how many people just haven't really like been asked the hard questions or been asked just how they're doing. That's been like something so cool of college. Like every day is an opportunity to like show someone the love of Jesus. We are in a time of our lives that we're surrounded by so many people. And like the next chapter, probably we won't see as many people day to day. Even when you're walking to class, like I remember thinking about that one day. I was like, I'm going to tell that person, like, I like your shoes. And from there, maybe I'll be like, how's your day going? And it's just the little things of, like, you pass, like, hundreds of people every day. And I think that is such a cool opportunity to, like, show the Lord through your actions. Yeah, I love that because basically what you're describing is being present. Instead of just going from point A to point B and going through the motions, looking around, looking for opportunities to lead people and love people and even share just like whatever part of your story means something to them because you just never really know what other people are going through and people don't know what you're going through unless you share it. And I think that's part of what our faith is supposed to look like and why community and Bible study is so good and why it's meant so much to people to be a part of as you are. Like you said, Mallory, just like finding a place where you feel like you can fit and belong. And that's so huge that you found that early. It took me the second semester to find something. And that first really lonely semester was hard on me. And looking back, I kind of forget about it because, you know, so much time has passed. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was really lonely and it's really hard to even know where to start. So you're in the Bible study and then you decided sophomore year, okay, we're going to lead. That's a huge responsibility because just to paint the picture for anybody listening, you're still in the Bible study. So you're attending a Bible study with the same leaders that you had. And then you are also now starting a Bible study. So for the past three years, y'all have had two Bible studies a week, plus meetings with like, I know that Ainsley and Mallory just helped plan our worship night that happened a couple weeks ago. And so they were having meetings with all the other Bible study leaders coordinating details. I mean, y'all are so legit. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. grind for sure. Like, going to rule the world one day. <laughs> they really are. I'm not going to lie. There were Sundays where, like, we do this every day of our lives. But it, it was so fun. I think what makes As You Are unique, too, is all the leaders. We really are best friends. But it was always so fun. It was like we would go meet for coffee and to plan things but the whole time we would talk and cut up we would make jokes like look at us like like we feel like pto moms it's sweet because y'all have carried that on too like it hasn't ended when the other girls have graduated like now there's more girls who are coming behind y'all who you guys have built friendships and relationships with for sure I feel like the friendships we formed this year with the younger girls and the younger leaders has been like one of my favorite parts of the year and it's just been like a little like reminder like it kind of takes me back to like our sophomore year when we were sitting in a coffee shop with the older girls I was so scared when they were leaving like what is this gonna look like I know me and Ansley can do it but also like I was really scared I was really uncertain and I did not know what to expect it kind of just feels like a brand new group with the same similar like attributes and like characteristics and like I feel the same way when I leave the meetings that I felt like sophomore year it's just been like such a special part that I've loved. Mallory and I will text throughout the week and we're like anybody want to go on a walk or do this and then every time we like text below but no pressure don't feel like you have to come because we do see each other so frequently with as you are stuff so we're like we don't want to add a burden to your plate but we would love to hang out because we just love y'all. Um, I've been thinking about the advice that you have been giving about how to lead well. And one thing I love about 
everything y'all said is that I think this is important for girls that are listening to hear is it's all stuff that you can do right now. Like you don't have to be in an actual leadership position to be a leader. If you think about as you are, if it was just the six leaders, like as you are would be nothing. There's hundreds of other girls who are also leading alongside y'all. They just don't necessarily have the title of a Bible study leader. And I think that's really important to say because you don't have to have the title to step into the role. I think part of the success of As You Are is just being someone who's consistent and will show up. And I really think that's all that matters. And you can be consistent and show up just as a friend. Part of the Swedish job of, I think, being the leader is texting girls to go on walks and just hanging out and getting to hear their hearts. And I think nothing makes us more excited as as leaders than when someone texts and is like, hey, I'm having a really bad day or one of y'all free for coffee. I need to talk about something. Because to us, that's what it's all about is just being someone to be a listening ear to show up and can just love on somebody. Yeah, I feel the same way. And you guys are in my Bible study, which has been so fun. I think the thing that stands out to me about the difference between as you are and any Bible study that I've been a part of in the past is that you guys have shown up. <laughs> like you just show up. It's so crazy. I remember Piper and Lily were like, okay, we're graduating. Will you please take over our Bible study? And I prayed about it. And with a three-year-old, he was two at the time actually, but I was nervous to take something else onto my plate. And so I was like, y'all look around, see if you can find somebody else. I just don't know. Then right before Bible study was about to start, like it was July or something. They were like, please, there's no one else. (laughs) And um, I was like, okay, yes, yes, I can do it. I'll do it for this year and I'll just see how it goes. But I was so nervous that I wouldn't be able to be the the kind of leader that you guys needed because I'm older. Because I love that As You Are is modeled after students leading just the one step behind them. And so I said yes, and I was nervous. And I remember when y'all got here the first day, I was just like, Lord, please help me remember their names. I'm like, I'm so bad at names. Please help me remember their names and like just show me what we need to talk about. Y'all have shown up every single week. I remembered your names from the first day, which I was so proud. And (laughs) it's just been so good. Y'all's friendships growing over the past two semesters has been really cool to see. Our group text is always blowing up, which I think it's so funny and so fun. It's just the kind of community that we all really want. I just see the Lord working so much in Athens and he's worked every year in different ways, but I feel like finally this year, like there's really been like such a sense of like community and like girls that feel like they can be real and like be open. And I think that's what we've hoped for all along. And like, yes, it's been there, but I think it's really starting to like click. Yeah. When we were, so the worship night at UGA was last Tuesday, March 28th. And we had, like 300 people crammed in the room. You guys got up at the end to sort of talk to everybody, introduce yourselves, and basically say this was your last worship night. What did it feel like standing up there and looking out at that many people, girls who were like there because of something that you guys said yes to when you had no clue what it would turn into? The Lord is just like, continue to like show up and like use as you are like in so many unexpected ways I don't think you can ask any person that's part of as you are would think they'd be sitting like where they are today and like be involved in a ministry that has grown so much and I think 
it's really with us just saying yes and like allowing the Lord to like work in our lives. And he's just like provided abundantly and abundantly. And I feel like that's where we always use. And it's so true. He just continues to surprise me. It's such a special thing to see, but it's also such a reflection for like anyone listening to this. Like the Lord is going to continue to like show up in your life in like such abundant ways. Give you just stop and like let him. I think it was also cool just to like be in awe, look around the room and be like, this is so cool that the Lord's doing this in Athens. And I think Mallory and I are in a really unique position too, being like the youngest of the founders, because we got to experience as you are before was as you are is just being Bible study. I remember one of our Bible studies one night, one of the girls was like, we're so thankful that we get to be a part of this club as you are. And Mallory and I kind of looked at each other and we're like, did you hear that? Like, we're a club. Like, this is cool, you know? And then it's kind of funny just seeing how it has just turned into as you are. And I think another aspect, I think I can speak on Carly's behalf through the story she would tell me of them coming and being like, I'm in this sorority. I don't know anyone. There's not a ministry in Athens that I feel like I'm really clicking with where the people that attend or the girls like I get to do everyday life with showing girls that they could be in a sorority and have fun with their college experience but also love the Lord and find a community centered around him within that group of people it's really cool that our prayer request initially was how we were going to bridge the gap and it's cool because now we get to stand in a place of seeing it closed both of us would say that the culture is changing in the sense of girls are way more open about like what they're walking through now. And I definitely feel like they know that they have people in their corner who are with them when they're struggling, which is something girls, the girls who started it six years ago wouldn't have been able to say. Um, wait, so tell me about that first Bible study. The first Bible study that Mallory and I led, I didn't live in the house my sophomore year, which is a story for another day. But... I thought that was going to be the worst thing that ever happened to me, and it ended up being the Lord's like biggest blessing in disguise. But Mallory and I were so excited, and we had all the snacks ready, and we're like, "How many girls do we think will come? Like, we'll like shoot for the stars with like thirty-five. Like that would be a great number. But like, it's okay if like if one person shows up, that's okay." And we were just like sitting there and kind of had the door open, and girls just kept like flooding in, and we were like, "Oh no!" We we're like, "They keep coming," and then as even past the point of like, oh no, there's so many girls here. They just kept coming and they just kept coming. And we were like, where are, we, where are they going to sit? Where are we going to sit? They were all over the ground, wrapped into the kitchen, like wrapped into the hallway of our bedrooms. And Mallory and I... I like there's girls like peeking their head out of like Anzalee's room to listen to us. I'm like, what have we done? What have we done? And we were like, we didn't realize... We came prepared to do a Bible study lesson. We didn't come prepared to public speak. So, yeah, there were literally like over 75 girls there. How we all fit, I don't know, but it was so incredible. And I remember Mallory and I leaving that night and we're like, if we never get to do another thing, tonight was worth it. Nobody tells you how hard it is until you get here. And I think even them just knowing like, y'all aren't alone, like this year's hard and like we're here to just be somebody consistent throughout it, I think says enough. And it was so sweet. But I think Mallory and I had that same feeling with the worship night this past week. We had like 200 chairs set up and we, as the cars were unloading, the way the worship night worked, they had to like cross the street and they were all in various parking lots. But it was so cool watching them just like flood in from all different directions. 
Mallory and I were just like running around talking to people and I go back in there to get a snack and I was like oh my goodness I was like it is so full and I was like we're out of chairs where are they gonna sit what are we gonna do Mallory this is incredible and it was just like so sweet so I think at the end of the night we were just talking about how cool it is like the Lord brought that full circle for us from our first Bible study like stepping out like so afraid to our last one and honestly I couldn't have dreamed up a better last worship night if I wanted to. I love that. It reminds me of what we talked about last week with Lillian Piper about filling your basket. Yes. That was so good. I love that. I know. Me too. So it's not only that he's filling your basket, but that he has something specifically for y'all. Speaking of that night, you guys shared a verse that I really loved and it's been on your heart. Even we shared it in our Bible study. You guys read it for the worship night and I wondered if y'all could read it for the podcast. The verse is Jeremiah 33, 6 through 9. And Piper sent it to us the week before worship night and was like, they said this verse at church and I thought it was so great. As soon as I read the text, like my eyes were just like flooded with tears. But let me read it for y'all. But now take another look. I'm going to give this city a thorough renovation, working a true healing inside and out. I'm going to show them life whole, life brimming with blessings. I'll restore everything that was lost. I'll build everything back good as new. I'll forgive everything they've done wrong. It will be a center of joy, praise, and glory. They'll get reports on all the good I'm doing for her. They'll be in awe of the blessings I am pouring upon her. And we just thought that verse was so sweet because I think equally Mallory and I are just in awe of the community that he's like provided. It's just so cool that we get to be such a minor part of like his big story. I think that's so true. Like the community that has been built in Athens and also not even just in Athens now, like we had Clemson the next night and there was 250 girls there. We've had North Carolina already. We're going to South Carolina tomorrow. Like there's an as you are community that's so much bigger than what was originally built. And it's because of the Lord, like we're working and moving in each of y'all's hearts. And so like even when y'all graduate, like the Lord is still moving. I would be really curious what encouragement you guys would pass on to the leaders of the Younger Bible Studies, as well as like all the girls that are involved. How are you going to pass the torch? Because I think they're so capable. I'm so excited. And it's really been cool to see how the As You Are roots have grown deep. How would you encourage the leaders and the As You Are girls that are going to be here and taking charge next semester? I love like the image that you paint, like the roots. Like I think, yes, like these are the roots, but like there's so many beautiful flowers that are to come and like that we already see coming. And I can't wait to like continue to see like the beautiful arrangement and like trees that have grown from those roots, especially as we leave this campus. But I think not being afraid to like plant a seed. I feel like in college, I've realized a lot about like the Lord like uses us like plant seeds. Like we are just kind of his helpers and we're here to like plant these seeds all around. And that can look so many different ways. I used to feel like planting a seed had to be like, I need to tell them my whole testimony or I need to ask them like why they believe in Jesus or what they believe about Jesus and like what how they see the Lord like doing these big things in their life. And I feel like you can plant a seed in so many small ways. That can be maybe showing like how the Lord has shown up in your life and like telling someone, oh my goodness, I saw this bird today. And it just reminded me of the Lord. And that can like stem so many conversations and can also just be through like an action of writing someone a letter or doing something small. And like, we're planting so many seeds around Athens and it's so exciting to see how like y'all will continue to plant the seeds and show the Lord's work like here on this campus. And I just don't want you to be afraid of that. 
more often than not, lives are changed because people feel loved and then are like, wow, there's something different about that friendship. People see y'all's friendships with each other and are like, there's something different about that. I want to be a part of that. It's not as much, let me sit down and like convince you to know Jesus. It's like, let me just love you because... I know that I am loved by God. And the Lord is so evidently doing something that whether you're a leader or not, you can choose to be a part of it. And we have no doubt that y'all are in such good hands with the leaders following behind us because we know them and their hearts and their love for the Lord. And it's been really sweet just getting to watch how they love their friends and the people around them. Um, Okay, so that's your advice to UGA because you've been right here with them. But the cool thing about our other campuses, Clemson is brand new. They haven't even had their first Bible study yet. Um, USC, Bama, and UNC. These are all brand new. Like, think back to the beginning of what As You Are was here, like, when the first Bible studies started. So just from that perspective, what would you say to them to encourage what it looks like to start something so new? I think one piece of advice would be using that little nudge that you felt from the Lord. Obviously you had a little nudge, like create a community on your campus. And I think though the nudge might've felt little, I feel like the Lord can do big things with that nudge. And you really don't have to do a lot. You really just need to show up and be you and let the Lord shine through you. And I think he will take your nudge to a way bigger measure than you could ever imagine. I love that because I think oftentimes when we start to learn to listen to the little nudges, like that's learning to listen to the Lord's voice. So you're also like training yourself to hear him more clearly, you know, instead of like passing it off as like, maybe I'm not actually supposed to do that. Like what you're saying is so true. Like listen to that, act on it. And then like God's going to continue to reveal himself to you. I also feel like when you're leading a Bible study, create a room that just feels like friends, like friends talking. Me and Anzi were talking about this last night. And it's just been so cool to see like the friendships that have formed among our Bible study group. And they teach me just as much as I teach them. And so I think instead of walking in with fear, which I know it can be scary, they're going to like teach you just as much and they are going to like take different pieces of what you're saying and like you don't know what part of what you say they're going to take and I feel like usually it's things that I wasn't expecting which is so cool but I think just allowing that and like creating just like a friendship mentality makes like Monday night so exciting I just feel like it's another night of like I get to hang out with people that I love and we get to talk about the Lord together and share some snacks like I think it creates less pressure it brings people in and it makes people just want to like truly be themselves when they do walk in that room. I think Mallory had really great advice for everyone. And I would just say to someone who wants to explore what following the Lord looks like in college, but feels a little timid or scared. I think Mallory and I would totally agree that choosing to follow the Lord in college was one of the best decisions we've ever made. And we were in Tuscaloosa for the first Bama worship night and we all went to 315 and Miss Preston was doing a little class for us. And we were at the end, like stretching. And she was like, I think all of y'all would agree that choosing to follow the Lord in college has only added to your college experience. It hasn't taken away one thing. And I think the biggest lie that we're kind of told is that by choosing to follow the Lord, you're missing out or you're not going to have that college experience that you've always dreamed of or like thought you would have if you choose to follow the Lord. And I think 
I would just encourage them that John 10, 10, it's like one of my favorite verse, but that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus comes to bring life and life to the full. That kind of reminded me, I was thinking back on like my relationship with like the Lord throughout college. And I feel like the biggest thing is that he's become more of a friend to me. And I feel like my relationship with him has turned more into a friendship when you're going through those times that you feel alone or you feel like you don't have people. He is going to hold your hand along the way. And I feel like I always knew that, but it was until I had those feelings of being alone or not having my family around me that like, I was like, the Lord, it really is my friend. I always like to pray and say like, Hey Jesus. And I feel like it really is so true. Like that's how it feels like talking to him. And like, that's the part of your day to day he wants to be in. What are you most nervous about for postgrad, and what are you most excited about for postgrad life? Well, I'm most excited about my transition from graduating to my job because I'm going to go work out west at a ranch, and I'm so excited, and we'll be there from the end of May all the way until the end of September with my older sister, Carly, and then once I finish at the ranch, I'm going to move to Atlanta And I think my biggest fear is just finding community there. And I think that coming to college, I kind of realized how hard it is to find genuine friendships with girls that I really trust and value their opinion. I'm really just praying that like the Lord provides. And I think that it's been nice coming from college because you realize that it looks really different than you ever thought it would. My closest college friends were all different grades. So our like friend group is consist of girls four years older than me so like I'm the baby of the friend group but it's so cool just seeing how like the Lord has brought friends in college in the most unconventional way but they've been the sweetest friendship so just hopeful that he'll do it again in Atlanta mine's kind of similar it's been like so special to like form a community here I know that will happen but I think that's definitely what I'm most nervous about I also don't have a job so that's another thing I'm nervous about it's kind of comical at this point so don't know what city I'm going to but I think also with that it makes me excited because I still have some surprises coming up and still some things like the Lord's like moving and doing in my life. And a next chapter is always fun. And I think this is a first big chapter and it was scary, but it's been so cool to see it now. So I'm like, I can't wait to see the way he works in the next chapter of our lives. I know you said, Mallory, that you may end up in Atlanta. So maybe you two can. We may be roomies. If she doesn't move to Atlanta, we might not be friends anymore. So stay tuned for that too. Yeah. So maybe y'all can kick off post-grad as you are. Wait, what do we? Oh, we said we're going to have a boys ministry called As You Is. <laughs> and a boys one that, or a, or a postgrad that's As You As You Was. As You Was. As You Was. As You Are, As You Was. Let's go. Give me a little rap song. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, y'all, thank you so much for making your way to the attic. Um, it is so fun that we've all been here together. I kind of can't believe it. This has been such a special treat. And we just love y'all so much. Thanks for coming out. Bye. Well, that's all we have for you today. I love them so much in their heart for leadership. They're so incredible. Now, on to announcements. We actually have one more spring worship night this semester, and it's Bama. We're coming for you this Wednesday. We can't wait to see you there. Bring a friend. Check our Instagram for all the details. See ya.